a beautiful day in the seven cities. I'm Brady Parkins. And I'm Charlie Wise. And this is the Seven Stakes Podcast. Back after a little bit of a layoff here. Had some family events, and then we just really were in our own heads. We need to hit week. the reset button. Yeah. Came back, bounced back last week, five and two. We put our picks out on Instagram, and now we're back with it. Back Feeling on good. Track here. Just Got needed a little bit of back. confidence booster. Apparently, everybody had a good week last weekend. It seemed like Vegas. Uh, actually, I think I saw on Instagram that Vegas had one of the worst weekends in a long time. They were due for it. They had one of their best months in November. So it time was coming. It was a give me weekend. But some teams are looking to close out their divisions this weekend. Uh, you got the Bucks who can uh, close out their division with a win. Packers close out their division with a win as well. And the Cowboys can close out their division. A lot of stuff has to happen still there. I don't know how to explain it all. Cowboys have to win. And then either Washington, Philly tie. Philly wins, but less than seven. Because then they would have the strength of victory. And this whole thing. Titans can actually close out their division as well with a win and an indie loss. So... Getting close to the end here. It's coming down to the end here, and it's kind of crazy this year with that extra wild card in there. And there's so many teams in the race still. It's going to be a pretty exciting final month this season, I think. From top to bottom, it seems like everybody's you know still in the chase. It's kind of hard to believe some of the teams that are still in it. I think yeah. I think the Falcons are technically still in the race and stuff, and yeah, it, even Washington after our terrible start. I think there's only actually three teams or four teams total have been eliminated that's the texans the jags the lions and it might be one more i can't think of right now it makes sense for those three teams to be the ones that would be out there absolutely definitely the bottom feeders yeah terrible performances this year all around (laughs) man how nice would it be to play in the afc south i know you just have to exist and you get some free wins you get like four free wins a year but Got some injury news, some big injury news. Some big and injury news. Not a not a ton of it this week, but a lot of COVID. That's the biggest thing. But before that, we've got Lamar Jackson sprained his ankle last week. He's questionable this week against the Packers. Josh Allen, he's got turf toe. Same deal with him. Waiting to hear a little bit more whether he's gonna be able to play or not. And then DeAndre Hopkins just came out yesterday that he's got a knee sprain. They're gonna uh, put him on the shelf until the playoffs and hope he comes back healthy for that. So like you said, COVID is really the big deal this week. It's just been a huge outbreak all over the league. The Browns and Washington seem to be the two teams hit the hardest with it. Browns are playing on Saturday, so they're going to be without Stefanski, without Baker Mayfield potentially. I guess it's still up in the air. Everybody has the chance to come back if they're vaccinated and return to negative tests, but it's not looking good. A lot of guys out on those two teams. Just something to keep an eye on. It seems like more guys just keep popping up all over the league. So keep an eye on that one all the way up until Sunday. And then other little bit of news. Urban Meyer got canned in the middle of the night. I guess they, they draw the line in Jacksonville when you start kicking your kicker. <laughs> so terrible. Ding dong, Urban's gone. That guy, man, what a joke of a season that was for him. He probably conned Jacksonville out of some money, though. I mean, he definitely conned Jacksonville out of some money. He had a huge contract. 
Uh, what a sad franchise, man. I imagine the guys we sat behind at the Jags game are going to be real happy about that. Yeah, nobody seemed to be a huge fan of him down there. So <laughs> I feel bad for those fans down there. Maybe maybe they'll get it right one dot, one year. I don't know. Yeah. All right, we'll jump on into the picks. We got Saturday night football this week. College football is done. Moving some NFL games to Saturday, which is pretty exciting. For us, not our wives. Well, my wife and your fiance. Yeah, they probably won't like it. I still, I'm not sure that she knows that's the case yet. But she'll figure out soon. Yeah, she'll find out when I turn football <laughs> on Saturday. All right, so we're going with Colts of Patriots over 45. You can get that one at minus 110 on BetMGM. The Patriots come into this one as a top-ranked defense in the league, but. I think that that's kind of been inflated because of the teams that they've been playing. They've only played four teams this season with a top 10 scoring offense. Two of those games were against the Bucks and the Bills. Terrible weather games. Both ended up being really low scoring games. And then in the other two games against a top 10 scoring offense, that was against the Cowboys and the Chargers. Both those teams were able to put up points and both those games easily hit the over. The Colts come into this one as the third ranked scoring offense. And the overs hit an 8 of 13 games this season. But if you look even farther into that, three of those five games that didn't hit the over were against the Texans and the Jags. We just talked about how terrible they are. They're actually the 32nd and the 31st ranked scoring offenses in the league. So in those games, the Colts were still putting up points. Those two teams just couldn't hold up their end of the bargain. Over their last five games, Colts are averaging 34.2 points per game. And then before the Bills game, I took that one out. I just threw it out because it was just a crazy weather game. Can't really take a lot from that. And their five games before that, the Patriots have been averaging 31.4 points per game. So a lot of points being scored by both teams here. They're both coming off of a bye week. Both should be rested. But if you look at the Colts, under Frank Reich, he's been there for three years. Over their last three years coming off of a bye, the overs hit really easily in every single game coming off of it. I can't sit here and tell you who I think is going to win this game. It's I think it's going to be a close one. Should be a good game. I'm really hoping it's the Colts. But I do love the over to hit in this one. Last time we saw the Patriots on the field, they were playing the Bills, and we've got a Bills bet this week. We're taking the Bills minus three in the third quarter at minus 110 on DraftKings. The Bills have led by three points or greater in 10 of their 13 games this season while scoring at least a touchdown in eight of those 13 games. Carolina has trailed by three points or greater in eight of their 13 games this season. Bills average just south of a touchdown in the third quarter at 6.8 points, while Carolina only averages 2.5 points in the third quarter. This has turned out to be a close race in the AFC East. The Bills need some help here, but if the Patriots drop one game outside of their game against the next game against the Bills, the Bills decide their own faith. So, exciting. It's coming down to it now. <laughs> Sticking in the AFC East. We're going to be taking the Dolphins minus nine and a half this week. It's minus 115 on DraftKings. Ever since that win against the Ravens, the Dolphins have been playing surprisingly good football. Over their past five games, they're 5-0 and against the spread. The offense has been putting up an average of 23.2 points per game, and the defense has been giving up just 11 points per game. This week, they're playing against the Jets, who on the season, they're just 3-10 and against the spread. In their 10 losses this season, their average margin that they're losing by is 18.3 points, and they've only had three games where they've lost by single digits. So turnover margin, it's always a huge factor in games. I think it's going to come into play in this one. 
over their last five games, the Dolphins defense has forced at least one turnover in every game, and they've got a total of 11 turnovers during that stretch. On the other side of the ball, the Jets are one of the worst teams in the league and turned the ball over on offense. Last week was actually their first week all season that they didn't have a turnover. I'm expecting them to kind of revert back to their old ways and probably have a turnover or two in this one. So I'm looking for the Dolphins defense to get the job done against the Jets. They're also missing breakout rookie wide receiver Elijah Moore. And then the Dolphins offense to be able to get the job done against the Jets 31st ranked uh, defense and go ahead and win this one by at least 10 points for us. That'd be great. You had an over earlier. We got an under now. We hate unders, but we love this under. Bengals versus Broncos under 44.5 at minus 110 on DraftKings. Four out of the four out of the six Bengal road games have went under their total. The total has gone un- under in 10 of the Broncos' 13 games this season. Denver is the second-best defense, allowing only 17.5 points per game. Since he has only played one team in the top 25% of points allowed per game, which is the Green Bay Packers where they scored 22 points. That was including overtime. We talked about it. That game could have had way more points in it. That was a game with a lot of missed field goals. How many? It was seven field goals attempted? Seven attempted. And, and I think he missed four of them. Four of them. Cincinnati right now, they average 27.2 points per game, which is an inflated number because they have played seven out of the bottom 10 teams in points allowed per game. They're playing a lot of duds and... So that's why that number is super high. Broncos are great on defense. They're good at home. Bengals don't score a lot of points on the road. Feel great about this one. Hammering it. We're going to jump back to an over on this one here. Cardinals over 30 points in the game, minus 112 on FanDuel. In the 10 games that Kyler Murray started this season, they've scored over 37 of those seven times. And for whatever reason, this team seems to play better on the road. They're on the road this week in Detroit. They've only had one road game this season where they didn't score over 30 points, and that was actually a game that Kyler Murray didn't even play in. Like I said, they're playing the Lions this week, who they've played seven games against a top 15 offense, and four of those teams have hit the 30-point mark, 30 mark pretty easily. Two of those seven games were against the Vikings, who did not hit 30 both times that they played them, and then the other team that didn't hit the 30 mark, that was the Rams, but they put up 28 still. Cardinals coming off of a bad loss to the Rams. I think they're probably going to have a chip on their shoulder. They're going back on the road where, for whatever reason, they feel more comfortable out there. I think despite losing DeAndre Hopkins, I think this team can still get the job done against a pretty far inferior opponent in the Lions. You got an over on the points. We've got, I've got an NFC West over as well. We got the Rams over 24 and a half total team points at minus 115 on DraftKings. So the Rams have averaged 28.2 points per game this season and scored 26 against the Seahawks in their first game. The Seahawks have allowed the most passing yards per game at 27, I'm sorry, 278.8 passing yards allowed per game. They are there are 8 games in which the Rams have passed for more than uh, 279 yards. In those games where the Rams go over that number, they averaged 30.6 points per game and have only went under two, 24 and a half points once in those eight games. And in that game where they went under 24 and a half, they only threw for 280 yards. So if you see a lot of passing yards on the, on the scoreboard this week, they're going to be scoring a lot of points as well. Feel good about that one as well. Another over. We only have one under, so that's 
good yeah, to feel. Sticking, sticking more in the comfort zone of those overs. Yeah. A, little more, <laughs> a little more comfortable to watch. All right, we're going to finish off this week taking America's Game of the Week, going with Packers minus 4.5 against the Ravens. You can get that one at minus 112 on FanDuel. These two teams, are they're trending in different directions right now. The Packers have been absolutely on fire. They're putting up 30.6 points per game in Aaron Rodgers' last five starts. And over the last three, they're leading the league in scoring, putting up 37.3 points per game. On the road this season, they're 4-2-1 against the spread. Now, the Ravens, on the other hand, they've been averaging just 16.6 points per game over their last five, and they've gone just 2-4 and four against the spread since their bye week. This team has just not looked the same since that loss against the Dolphins I talked about earlier. Those teams just took off in different directions after that game. Now they're talking about a chance that Lamar doesn't play in this game. Even if he does play, probably going to be a little bit hobbled, a little slowed down, might have to rely a little more on his passing. Even though the Packers essentially have this division wrapped up, it's still a huge game for them. They're really fighting for that number one seed in the NFC, home field advantage throughout the playoffs, which would be huge for them, force teams to go up to Lambeau. I'm expecting them to come out pretty strong in this game, send a message to the rest of the NFC that they're going to be the number one seed here. It's their division to lose. <laughs> so just to recap here, we've got the Bills minus three in the third quarter. We've got Bengals versus Broncos under 44.5 total points. Rams over 24.5 total team points. We've got the Dolphins minus 9.5. Colts and Patriots over 45 points. Cardinals over 30 total team points and the Packers minus four and a half against the Ravens. Exciting week again. Hopefully we can keep winning, get back on track here, get that record up a little bit higher. We, you know, dropped a few games and now we got to bounce back and really put ourselves back on top. Yeah. Let's finish up strong before the playoff. Yeah. I'd like to have some money in my account for some playoff bets. Definitely. I think, I think we definitely will. Yeah. I'm Brady Parkins. I'm Charlie Wise. The Seven Stakes Podcast. Have a good one.